Welcome to the Spiritual Phoenix Podcast, rekindled a bi-weekly show about magic, spirituality, healing, and the unified theory of weirdness. I'm your host, Ross Cessna. Let's light it up. So there was a bit of an issue uh, in recording these episodes. I wanted to do them bi-weekly. I had a mental health crisis, so I wasn't able to do that. However, I did find an audio diary that is right before my mental health crisis that I want to share with this episode because I think that it's important to document my experiences. It's part of the reason that I'm doing this. And then I will share the regular episode that I recorded today, December 4th of 2021. Um, And we'll get back with the regular program. So enjoy the show. All right, so I was not going to do this or like record this experience, but uh, it keeps popping up in the book that I'm reading about record, record, record. So it is uh, November 9th of 2021, and it is 10.17 at night. I have gotten the Goken uh, Goken Teko symbol tattooed on my hand from Bleach. and it's almost like the um, soap burn in Fight Club, where this is like my initiation into the Invisible College or whatever this kind of uh, mystery school that I've stumbled on really, really is. Like, um, I don't know what the fuck's like going on, but like shit's changing in my life in a real way. And it's definitely something different. And it's not like some bullshit scam or anything like that because there's nobody else involved. And it's not me being fucking crazy because my life has actually changed as a result of things. So there's something to whatever kind of experience I'm, I'm, I've been on for the past nine or ten years. But regardless, um, I got the tattoo and hung out with my buddy and... Then I came home and I, I meditated. And I, I was going to do one meditation. And then I decided on the, uh, the ancestors meditation from the Rune Soup Premium Membership, and it blew my fucking mind. Um, in terms of what my tattoo meant, and then that meditation, like that activated the shit out of everything. And then it had been like what I was working on in a big way. Like I cleaned up this ancestral chest and so much of my work had been on like understanding how I became, how I became. Right. And I literally saw how the trauma of all of my uh, parents, parents impacted my parents development. Like, in spirit form and how that impacted me and the karma of the situations and how it all played out and what my role was and everything. It was fucking nuts, dude. Um, The wild thing about it is having had my awakening send me to the psych ward and then having spent all of this time, like a decade of my life, trying to figure out what the fuck happened and getting my shit together and then finding out that like I legitimately was never fucking crazy that I was right that it was like 
really was like a spiritual fucking awakening and it wasn't like what they thought it was. Um, and seeing like how much pot helps me and like just understanding how much of the shit that I went through in my life was so unnecessary, but it's like all of that is what has allowed me to develop who I am. Um, And in lots of ways, the Goken Goken Teko symbol is about soul apprehension. So it's like understanding who you are um, is what the symbol itself is, right? Um, So getting it tattooed on me and then doing that ancestor meditation literally helped me understand my life in a big way. And then like my role in everything else in a much larger way. And like, I don't have every single fucking move in my life planned out now, obviously, but it is wild. Um, yeah, that's really all I wanted to kind of record. I'm waiting to get my leather notebook. And, uh, when that comes, I'll definitely write it down. But, um, in terms of spell work, I can't believe that, like, this giant fucking spell of my life and this giant sigil I've been casting for an extended period of time is, like, manifested. Anyhow, good night. Hey, what is up? It's Ross, and we are back with episode two. This is about being selected by spirits, spiritual awakening, spiritual emergency, dark night of the soul, initiation by spirits, and Bonkai. So with all that said, let's see what the hell we're talking about. Selected by spirits. So this is a continuous process. Uh, From what I've gathered, it normally happens earlier on in uh, a person's life where they're picked at birth or shortly after in the earlier ages because there is some kind of essence or unique personality that stands out that would make them attractive to individuals. Um, The other aspect of this is it's kind of an optional experience, right? There's some need of permission for spirits to engage or work with people. Um, And the reason being is it's not easy, so there has to be trust. And that trust has to be earned over a period of time. Um, And if it was forced or coerced, people would not be so willing to believe that good things could come from it. But because it is optional and you can let it go whenever you want, there's a sense of benefic um, kindness behind it, even though it might not look that way on the surface to people Because the thing that I will say is spirit's idea of kindness and compassion is vastly different than the human concept of it, from what I've seen. Um, These selected by spirit's experiences, too, are becoming increasingly common because as the world gets sicker, more people are having what would be called, quote unquote, sickness dreaming. And I apologize for being appropriative of, of aboriginal terms, but I can't think of a better way to describe it. And by sickness dreaming, how I mean it, um, I'm talking about like looking at the pollution and terror that has come to the land um, in that sense, which is not how it's used 
in the other culture as I understand it. Okay. Um, but the other aspect of this is I see these people like me who are having this quote unquote sickness dreaming as almost like mushrooms coming in and kind of detoxifying these spaces by digesting the bullshit and having these uh, sharing our experiences to help raise the consciousness. And that is the course correction. Like spirit is looking for people for course correction because there is some unity between the material world and the spirit world that needs to be maintained. And they have more resources to guide things, but they don't have the physical hands to do it. We have the physical hands, but we don't have the knowledge. So when we work together with them and with other entities, we get better opportunities, which is why spirit would be looking for people who would be more gifted. Okay, and then we have spiritual awakening. So you can either have the spiritual awakening, which is done by spirit, or just the natural one. And this is a profound experience that helps one understand their relationship to the cosmos. Um, these are very beautiful and pretty. They can have some terror elements. One thing real quick too, if you hear a noise, my pug is sleeping on my lap and that is her snoring. Um, I'm not farting or doing anything weird. I don't even know if you can hear it. But anyhow, um, these spiritual awakenings are really profound and meaningful experiences. But the issue is they can leave people having a very false sense of reality because they're almost like um, looking at the world through rose-colored glasses and you begin to miss out on the finer nuances of what it means to be human and you can kind of be like a really big dick because of it. I've been that dick before. Um, and I, I really don't want to be that guy that goes around and like tells everybody to be positive when their life is falling apart because that's fucking bullshit. The other thing about a spiritual awakening, they normally offer a sense of power, a sense of purpose, a sense of mystery, a sense of connectivity, and then transcendence. And by transcendence, I mean it's superseding your needs and thinking of the good of the collective overall. Because um, oftentimes what we'll do is we'll think of, it would be so great if the world believed everything that we did. And then rather than transcending differences, we try to make everybody conform to our belief structure, which is the exact opposite of what transcendence would be, ironically enough. Then we keep on going. Um, spiritual emergency comes up. And spiritual emergency can actually come from initiation by spirits. And ironically enough, I actually had a spiritual emergency uh, again um, within the past couple weeks where it was very much like the image that you're seeing on the screen there. Uh, it was after creating this slide as well. And it's an unexpected or breach spiritual awakening or download. And I like to use the uh, metaphor of watching Netflix on dial-up like it would blow the phone out of the socket probably. Um, some people don't even know what dial-up internet is that are watching this, which is wild. But anyhow, um, or listening to it rather. These experiences are things that end people up in psych wards, right? They are things that the information that you get is a little bit too much to handle. You don't have the resources to handle it and you lose your shit. Um, which is not pleasant because then you also have to sort through everything and put Humpty Dumpty back together again, blah, blah, blah. Like the, these things are, are rough, which is the reason why I do what I do so I can help people. 
Um, but they also include loss of power, paranoia, confusion, irritability, and psychosis. And when you're in the depths of it, it's really, really hard to get help um, because A, you're, I wouldn't say violent. You, you have the potential to be violent. I'm never violent in those states. Um, but there is a lot of aggression and anger that can be in there and that can lead people down bad roads. Also, the confusion can make you make poor choices. It's just not a good place to be. Um, and spiritual emergencies are different than a dark night of the soul, but you can also have them happen at the same time. Like I had a, a total eclipse of my soul, <laughs> like uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and I've seen some really dark shit in my life and I've been through a lot of dark shit. That was, I, I wouldn't say that was the darkest, but that was up there. Um, and it surprised me how quick I was about able to bounce back from it. But like dark nights of the soul are a heckin' bad time, friends. You do not really want to go through that. And from what I've seen, um, you can go through more than one as well. And best thing to do is really just buckle up because you can't run from it when it's coming for you. You just got to sit there and take it and you can navigate it wisely or you can be afraid and be a little bitch about it. And the more fear that you have, the more that these experiences are going to mess you up. Like you really want to be somewhat neutral about it. Anyhow, moving on. Uh, Dark Night of the Soul is about demoralization, degradation, isolation, emptiness, pain, and fear. This is the thing where like you're on the verge of death, but you did not die. And that is almost worse. That is like insult to injury. That is like <laughs> holding on by a thread. And I really, really felt like that at the end of my whole recent spiritual emergency. Like I was paralyzed, like almost with uh, stomach pains, cold shivering because I was out in like the rain in, in Ohio winter. Um, it just wasn't good, dude. Uh, so we'll move on to the next thing. Initiation by spirits. So all of those horrible things um, with, the, with the little sprinkle of the spiritual awakening are largely initiation by spirit. Um, if you survive it, it's well worth the experience. And again, if, big if there. There's a quote by Stephen King that I want to like add on to this too. We're going to tack it on super quick. If is the longest word in the English language. Um, I just love that freaking quote. But if you're able to navigate through these challenging experiences, like I, I navigated through one initiation by spirits. This was a whole different fucking ball game. Like the other one was kindergarten. This was like, I'm not going to say master's degree. Cause I think that's a little bit too arrogant. This was like, um, my community college <laughs> degree or like high school degree. And I'm not knocking community college. I'm just saying like, it wasn't, I still have more that I can learn is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to be humble. Now I sound like an asshole. Anyhow, um, initiation by spirits. Only a fool would want them. I definitely do not want any more. Uh, requires grit. Yeah, you have to have a little bit of something else to make it through because I don't know what the fuck I just experienced going through all of that, but I don't want to go through it again. Um, but I do know that whatever the fuck I went through, it was going to help me be a stronger person requires heart. You have to have heart too, because if you do not have something that like you can rely on that is meaningful, like a why to get you through there, 
you're fucking cashed. You're cashed out. You're done. Requires principles. So you have to have principles and initiation by spirit because it's like the upside down. Everything is wonky. Even the rules have somewhat reversed. And if you don't have a general compass of how to be a good person and know right from wrong, you can very quickly put yourself in circumstances that can lead to real consequences and hurt or harm a lot of people. And then lastly, uh, don't fail. You, you don't want to fail the initiation by spirits because if you do, you're going to wish that you just never did. Um, and I'm just going to leave it at that, right? I don't think I need to unpack that anymore. And then we have Bankai, um, achieving a level of inner mastery that visibly manifests into the material world. This concept comes from Bleach. Um, which is an anime that I really enjoy. And we'll be talking about Bleach as we go more through the, the uh, podcast. But I, I think that there is this potential to manifest dreams and ideas into the real world. And that that inner mastery is cultivated through these experiences that I've mentioned and navigating them wisely. Because while mental health has a chemical component, there is an imaginal component there as well. And when we're able to craft our imaginal and these experiences in ways that are meaningful and powerful, we can begin to create physical changes in our lives. And I'm evidence of that. If you look at my life where it was five years ago to where it is now, my life is vastly different. And um, while I'm still somebody who has mental health issues and who doesn't have their life together fully, my life is vastly, vastly different, and it's like refined from that spiritual pressure. And my pug is snoring super loud now, dude. Let's see. And then uh, Bonkai is into the abyss. So this is, you know the pit's coming anyhow. You, you jump in. You're going for the ability to manifest your dreams or you're willing to die like trying to manifest your dreams. It is refining power. So a lot of people in modern um the modern like witchcraft movement or whatever the hell you want to call it. They're about like looking for power, but they don't understand that power doesn't really mean shit if you're not using it effectively. And this is refining power to a precision point. So you can use it for specific things, right? You don't need to use a lot of, of magic to make things effective. You need to use a little bit of magic in the right places at the right times. And subtlety is your friend. Um, <laughs> in regards to magic, in my personal opinion. Uh, and I say this after being like the most grandiose bitch ever. So, so keep that in mind. And then also, Bankai is risk versus reward, right? It's do you want to stay small and like take little risks and get little reward? Or are you going to go for the, the moonshot a couple times and see what really happens? Are you going to fuck around and find out? Um, the universe loves brave people. The universe does not like cowards much. And let's see, quick note, others journeys await and other journeys await and you'll have your own unique take on what these words mean in your experience. All of this stuff is just res reference, uh, not gospel. And I say that like, just keep in mind, all of these things I'm sharing are just ideas in my own personal experience. I'm not trying to dictate what your experience is. I just hope that you find something useful from this and that you're able to use it to grow and move forward. Okay, and sup with this process. So, I don't know why I wrote it like this. That, that's just worded so weirdly. Anyhow, my theories. 
The universe is educating us. The universe might be having fun with us or the universe is learning. So why, why do I think it's like this? Because the universe is trying to learn or teach or it's just having fun and fucking with us because it's infinite. What else would it do? Recapitulate. Certain people are selected by spirits and undergo a series of experiences, but choice matters and it's a test of your soul and character. So again, spirits can select people, um, take them through this process of awakening. There's some challenges there and it's meant to bring out the best in you. And if you don't meet the grade, they're fine letting you be fodder. And next episode, which will be two weeks from now, we will be talking about uh, spirituality is about tuning into the natural power of the universe. Magic is learning to channel it. So we're going to start making the separation between uh, spirituality and magic. And then episode four will probably go full magic or something like that. I'm not too sure. Still getting recalibrated after being out of the psych ward. And with all of that said, we will chat again soon. Have a great day. Peace. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed what you heard, you can show us some support by leaving a kind review wherever you're listening, sharing the show with your friends, and getting involved with our online community with the link in the show notes. We'll chat again soon. May good fortune be with you always. Peace.